Hey cuties, welcome to season three of Mimi Said What. I'm Mimi Robinson, and this is my show where I have unfiltered girlfriend chatter with a dose of entertainment and a side of pop culture. Now, Mimi Said What is the perfect outlet for women with busy lives. I'm a dope-ass black woman who happens to be a wife, a mom, and I still have a life of my own. Mimi update. It's my birthday on this fine October 18th date, I turned 42 years old. Uh, Now, my exact time of birth is 11, 11 p.m., so (laughs) not much time left in the night, but I do try and always stay up um, just to celebrate that moment. I always tell people, you know, 11, 11 is special, it's magical, people make wishes. And it just further lets me know that I was magical as fuck from birth. There is no denying it. Anyway, did you miss me, cuties? I have certainly missed you, y'all. There was so much that I wanted to talk to you about while I was on break. Um, And we can't make up for the lost time, but we'll talk about the big stuff. So let's start with what I learned. I learned that I need to take summers off. Now, before I would run the podcast from October to October, and that's just too much for me. I'm a one woman band, okay? I do it all on top of already having a full plate, a nine to five and all those things. So I am sorry that I didn't get to tell you that before I took the break. But going forward, Mimi said what seasons will run from October to June. I will vacate July, August and September and then come back renewed, refreshed and less burnt out. So um, that means at the end of this season, uh, I will, you know, Give you a reminder again. Sis gonna be gone for the summer because she needs a, a break. She needs to recharge and all that other stuff. So what has been going on while I've been on break? A lot. I officially have a senior in high school and I haven't cried. <laughs> I think because I'm knee deep in some seniorship with my son that I don't even have time to just emotionally just let it all out. It's a lot. I'm excited, but it's a lot. Um, At the end of the last season, I told you guys that we got him a car. And since then, he's been learning to drive all summer. Once school started, he's driving daily. He drives my husband. He still has a permit. He hasn't gotten his license yet. So he drives to school and then my husband drives back and then they do it all over again. So we are one of a million of you, I'm sure, who have bus shortages in our state. (laughs) It's happening all over the U.S. And so um, we are taking the kids to school, which is something we are not accustomed to doing. Well, no, I take that back. We've always taken them when they were younger, the little one. Uh, We took her, but she was like a few minutes down the street. And now she's in a new school, so it's a little further. But because of the bus shortage and this ongoing pandemic, we are taking them to school every day and picking them up. Yeah, (laughs) we'll talk more about that in a minute. So, um... Okay, so back to Nasir. So I rode with him for the first time over the summer and I just knew I was gonna have a panic attack. Like I had so much anxiety, Um, but he did well. I was so proud. I was so, so proud. I took his picture from the back seat and all of that. So he had just been, 
Like his dad has been teaching him. So it would always be the two of them constantly going out. And so um, I got to experience the fruits of both of their labor um, in riding with him. So now I'm comfortable and I... Look, I I didn't want to have a panic attack. And he said he didn't want to have a panic attack. So um, we are both comfortable. He is more than comfortable. Um, he's doing really, really well. So next up, his goal is to get his license. He wants it for his birthday. I don't know if that's going to happen because uh, a few other things have to happen before that. But he is well on his way. And then oh, the worry won't end. The, the worry never ends. That's the life of motherhood, right? It just never ends. It just changes. So... Now we have officially started applying for college and it's overwhelming as fuck. I'm excited as hell. I'm excited about the possibilities for him. I'm excited about the opportunities, this new journey. I didn't go to college. Um, I regret it in one regard. I don't regret the whole degree part. Um, What I regret is college is so much more than just a degree and that I that part is what I regret not experiencing. I actually feel like everyone should. It's a great way to grow up in a controlled environment. It's a great way to learn about yourself, who you are, who you aren't, who you want to be, who you don't want to be. And it gives you a chance to meet a lot of people from all over the world at school. So those kind of experiences, the relationships you build and stuff like that, that I wish I had. Um, But I am thrilled that my children will have those opportunities and so um yeah we are applying um they have resumed some college tours that part's a little tricky um but I definitely you know want to do some with the pandemic still pandemicking it does complicate some things but the universities and stuff have gone back to some in-person like tours and stuff like that so I'm excited y'all I'm gonna be the mom with the hoodie sweatshirt and the merch cheering on my baby wherever he lands (laughs) okay while that part is it's overwhelming but it's exciting y'all figuring out this fast for shit is complicated for no reason I hate that something so necessary for everyone is so complicated I don't care how much money you have or you don't have right everybody should be filling it out why would you make it so hard like I don't know I don't know whose idea it is. Um, I would say to you, leverage the resources that you have. Um, A lot of schools, um, high schools, colleges, local people in the community um, offer assistance. Uh, For us here in Maryland, uh, the University of Maryland, they have, um, he's like a coach, like a student coach, if you will, not sports, um, but college, like he will help you map out a plan for you and your child if you're unsure where you want to go if you know where you want to go like he'll help you navigate getting there he is a wonderful resource and so I met him through our PTSA before my son was a senior he came to the school and did a a presentation and I just took a picture of his business card at that time and I have literally saved it in my phone for years because at the time I think my son was only in 10th grade but he is a wealth of knowledge and resource. And so we've made an appointment with him and he will fill out the form for us. Listen, outsource what you can. Work smart. You want to make sure you're doing it correctly. You want to make sure you're getting it done on time. But don't be afraid to ask for help. I have. And it was 
a huge relief taken off of my shoulders. Also, he's got tips and tricks that I don't even know and that Google might not be able to tell me. So um, I'll report back on any tips he gives me that I can share with you. So sharing is caring. Ain't no point in you stressing out over it if you don't have to. So um, clearly you can hear that there's so much change happening in my house. Um, On top of that, my kid applying for college and being a senior and all that stuff. He's officially a working man. Dear God, my firstborn has turned into a full on young adult. Mm, I need to have some wine right now. Um, Yeah, he is getting a paycheck. It was an interesting experience, like walking him through like his tax forms and paperwork because this was new for him. And although I've been a parent for almost 17 years now, um, these are still first for us doing with him. Um, it's nice though that we are able and have the know-how to help him, uh, guide him through this process. And I always ask him like, how's work going and listening to his stories and stuff. Um, and I will say, although it feels like we are talking to the back of their heads or ourselves sometimes, um, it, I have realized more now that some of that stuff, not all of it, some of it he was actually listening to and taking in and is applying it now. And that makes my heart smile. There's some shit we still need to work on that he ain't taking it, but whatever. So all is not lost. All right. So on top of having a 12th grader, I also officially have a fourth grader. I told y'all we were doing transportation, so I have joined the ranks of the crazy parents who do the car pickup line at school. And y'all, I told y'all I've been parenting for almost 17 years. This is the first time in my life I have experienced the car pickup line. And it is an interesting time for sure. Now, I have been sharing my journey on my Insta stories. So if you follow me at Mimi Cute Lips like you should, then you would have seen my woes. Um, now I will say y'all held me down. Y'all gave me some tips and tricks. And so I found like a solid rhythm with the pickup line before I was sitting there for over an hour. Sis is not doing that anymore. Okay. Um, now there were times where one day I brought my planner and I full on worked on some planner stuff. There are times where I do enjoy the solace, the solitude, listening to some jams while I'm waiting, taking a breather. Other times I got shit to do and I just don't want to be there all day long. So um, I've figured that process out. Um, We are coming up on 10. Dear God, my baby, uh, it ain't but two of them, is about to officially be in the double digits. And that comes with a whole host of other shit. I am excited because we are getting closer to the finish line. (laughs) But it's a lot of stuff that comes with 10. We have, I've had to brush up on all things puberty. Y'all, having a daughter has taught me how little I recall about my own puberty experience. Do you remember? Like, do you remember when you got your period? Did you feel prepared for it? Um, Do you remember it happening? Like, were you at home? Were you at school? Like, do you remember that stuff? Because I don't remember any of it. I believe I was in middle school, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember when I started getting breast when they started growing. I now know they're called breast buds. Didn't know that shit either. Um, uh, but I don't even remember. I'm fairly certain I didn't have boobs in sixth grade, but I don't remember if I got them in seventh or when they came. Like, I just don't recall. I'd literally have to go through some pictures 
to see, which is crazy. So um, I felt like as a woman, I should know this stuff, but I don't. And I wasn't going to fake the funk, y'all. So I ordered two really good books from Amazon to help facilitate the conversation and to make sure my responses are accurate and scientific. No wives tales, no bullshit that somebody told me when I was a kid that may or may not be the truth, like none of that. Uh, One of them is a book actually made by American Girl and it's really good. They give you pictures, graphics, timelines, like they do a really good job of walking you through. That one is pretty basic, probably to where she is at this age and stage, but the other book is more detailed. It talks about your skin changing, um, like your body makeup, you know, like your your smells, like all of that kind of stuff. It talks about feelings. Um, I probably should have read that a long time ago, <laughs> but we're here. But it's such a good book. And so she reads it and I read it and then we talk about whatever is going on or what's going to go on at some point whenever it happens. And so... Yeah, clearly the kids are growing up on me and I probably just need more more wine. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, my mom did not go the Claire Huxtable route on the Cosby show. There was not a women's day. Um, I firmly remember that episode when Claire took off work because Rudy was joining the womanhood and she was getting her period and um it was a full day of just celebrating her. And they went to lunch, they went shopping, like all of this stuff. Also, she had some dumbass friends to her, some bullshit about having a period, which was funny. Like uh, sharks being attracted to blood and you can't do this. And just all the kind of stuff that your friends would tell you from an uneducated position. Um, But yeah, Claudette, that's my mother. Claudette was not about that Claire Huxtable life and she did not do that shit. Um, But I'm that kind of mom and I would do that shit. (laughs) Um, I have a million ideas. I don't know which one I'll settle on. But my daughter is also the type who would totally be into it as well. I think that part matters. My mother is not, that's not her lane. Not the womanhood part, but just the fluffy kind of women's, that's just, it doesn't even suit her personality. Uh, But it's mine. So I'll let you know how that shapes out when we get there and what uh, I've come up with and how you can make it special. Ooh, okay, sidebar. So there's a brand called Ruby Love. It's a Black-owned. And um, they have this box. And it's almost like a period box. We'll say it's a subscription box, if you will. It was a one-time purchase. But it's like a box that you could give to your young woman like once she enters womanhood. It's so cute. I bought it months ago. I'm just saving it. Um, It has like a sleep mask in it. It has just all of, like if you started your period, like if you remember, especially if you're someone who had like cramps and stuff like that, um, it's just like a care package, uh, like a self-care care package for when you start your period and you're going through womanhood and all of this is stupid and you realize how unfortunate it is to be saddled with these problems for the rest of your life. Um, But it's really, really dope. So I did order that. So I do have that. I told y'all I'm that kind of mom. I'm the Claire Huxtable Women's Day type. Um, And so the box is just really, really dope. I can't remember what else is in it, but it is the perfect gift. Um, And I love a good Black-owned business. So, all right, moving on. So what else happened this time? Oh, I officially moved out of the office and I am 100% telework. 
um, which is a blessing in disguise, especially because I told you we are taking the kids to school every day. So we have de- uh, decommissioned our building and we are no longer tenants and we are 100% remote indefinitely. So um, I'm thankful that I spent the time during the top of the pandemic to redecorate the craft room and make it a place that I love and it gives me the energy and vibes that I want to feel when I walk into it. So now I'm in there every day. Uh, what else did we do? We did, this summer we took some vacations, which was nice. Y'all know we have been caged up in the house for a long, long, long time. So we did a road trip in June. We went camping. We went to Jellystone Park. It's only a few hours away from here. We had been before. Nori was like two when we went. So it's been a long time. It was a good time though. Um, we rented a cabin and um, I mean, it's outdoors. So we wore our mask in the stores. I felt like we were the only one in that kind of redneckish town who had a mask on in the stores, but that's fine. Um, and then July, we went to the beach. We went to Virginia Beach. That was our first time staying in a hotel. We had only done like private rentals. Um, like when we went camping, we rented our cabin. It was just us. And for spring break, we rented a two bedroom condo. So um, that was our first time at a hotel and it was a good experience. They had the mask requirements and all of that. So we were safe. We were comfortable. Uh, We enjoyed it immensely. It was just a reminder of how much we miss being outside. Um, And then the first weekend of this month, Babe and I went on a vacation. I rented a tiny house for us, which Babe and I have been talking about tiny houses for years. I'm borderline obsessed. And so I rented this super cute tiny house in Rehoboth Beach. And he and I went for the weekend. And y'all, it was just what we needed collectively and individually. Um, we had not been away from the children or had a vacation since February of 2020. So um, also he's still 100% remote. So it's all us all the time, but not like quality time. Um, so it was really nice to do that. And then uh, I guess about a week ago, we did a family road trip to Philly for the weekend. So uh, my husband's side of the family is from Philly. And so... Uh, we were deep. <laughs> it was us, my in-laws, and then my brother-in-law's family. So they're a family of four, but it was just the three of them. So the nine of us uh, caravan to Philly, and we got to see some family and just visit some old stomping grounds where my father-in-law grew up. It was really, really good, good times. So now it's fall. It's feeling like fall, and I'm easing into holiday mode. Um, I haven't gone there yet (laughs) oh well babe and I having a birthday party so um this is the second time he and I have had joint parties so my birthday is today Monday the 18th and his birthday is Tuesday next week the 27th so we're having a party this weekend um and because the pandemic is still pandemicing we're having a backyard game night game day it's during the day um, but a game day in our backyard. So we've invited our friends, told them to bring their lawn chairs and all that other stuff and come and just kick it. Like in the outdoor air, we're not going to be cooped up inside my house. Um, and you know, we can just enjoy one another's company, which is something we have really missed too during the pandemic, um, and be safe. So yeah, we've done all of that. Um, what else? Let's see. We chose to get vaccinated, so we are vaccinated. Um, I know there's a whole lot of talk about that. My job, I work for the federal government, has, per an executive order from the president, 
Everybody has to be vaccinated to work there now. I think they have until November 22nd. So that's very interesting. Even more interesting because we are 100% remote. But should you have to go into a government facility, you still need to have that. So there's that part. Um, So we have protected ourselves as much as we can. And we still play it real close and tight to the chest. Um, I went out. So for my birthday, let's talk about that. So my two besties, T and Chrissy, um, took me to brunch. We went to Yardbird in Chinatown, D.C. Um, Y'all, we ordered food like some fucking drug dealers. And that shit was delicious. $350 later. (laughs) It was just the three of us. It was literally three of us. So brunch, you got to have mimosas. So we had a whole bottle and then we had like the sampler mimosas. So they had regular, you know, orange juice. They had a blackberry, which was delicious, a strawberry, a white peach, which was also bomb. That might've been it. I feel like I might've been missing something. Um, We drank the whole bottle plus some. So that was really good. For appetizer, we had the deviled eggs, which are bomb. So good. We had two orders. We also had the buttermilk biscuits, which my God. So if you have Southern roots, then you can appreciate a good homemade butter biscuit. And it was honey butter. And let me tell you, that biscuit will change your life. (laughs) It was so good. I don't know whose grandma was in the kitchen, but I appreciate her fully. And I'll be back. Um, And then for uh, entree, what do we have? Chrissy had the shrimp and grits, which she said was bomb. She crushed it. And then she had a side of macaroni and cheese. And then me and T both got the chicken and waffles, which by the way, let's talk about that. So it comes with four pieces of chicken, like a breast, a thigh, a leg, and a wing, four pieces of chicken, like not tiny ass pieces. You get four waffles. So we opted for the savory waffles. So they were creme brulee waffles, y'all. Those things were so damn good. It don't make no sense. So if you go to my Instagram, I did a reel of all the shit we ate so you can see because I can describe it to you. But you look at the picture and you will start to drool. But when you actually have it, my God, your life is forever changed and you are welcome. Now, I have been to Yardbird once years ago in Miami, but they just opened this D.C. location. It's good. The portion sizes are amazing. So (laughs) along with your chicken and waffles, they have this, it's watermelon. It's just cute watermelon cut in cubes and it has like a spice over it. Not terrible. I tried it. The girls, they're like small children. They don't even like watermelon. I'm not sure how we became friends, but it was good. Just the same. And then I call, I got a side, right? And my side was lobster mac and cheese. Now, I imagine some mac and cheese with pieces of lobster cut up inside of it. No, what I got was a little cast iron pan filled with macaroni and cheese, chunks of lobster and a fucking lobster sticking out of the top. A whole claw, eyes, everything. (laughs) When they put that thing down on the table, I was like, so... Where are the instructions? How am I supposed to eat this? Are y'all going to send me a YouTube link with some instructions? Because I need some guidance. It cannot just be so simple as here, eat this. No, it's got to be more than that. This shit was fucking delicious. Now, spoiler alert, I will say the lobster itself is empty and it is just for aesthetic. But they take all the meat out for you and put it in the mac and cheese. But they do give you the goddamn lobster. So... Um, yeah, so we crushed it. I think that was all we had. That's all I can remember, y'all. We will be back though, and I'm gonna take bait. Um, he is not a lover of food like I am, but everybody loves a good meal. 
Um, so after that, we walked around the city, did a little shopping. I bought some boyfriend jeans from H&M. Um, but it was just a nice day. It was nice to be out with my girlfriends. Like I said, that was my second time being in a restaurant since the whole pandemic. But it was a nice experience. We were in a booth. We weren't close up on anybody. And they had like, even if you wanted to sit at the bar, they had, you know, several chairs turned backwards. So you weren't like shoulder to shoulder like you used to be, which I never enjoyed anyway, pre-pandemic. Like, why are you so damn close to me at the bar? Anyway, um, so that was a birthday, a pre-birthday celebration. And then the birthday party, I guess, is the big celebration, even though it's officially after my birthday. Um, but babe and the kids, they always love on me. I never cook dinner. Uh, whatever my dinner request is, uh, is what we have for dinner. Um, during the pandemic for our birthdays, we do carry out. But before, you know, we would just go out to eat. Um, so I am excited about that. So I bought myself, I bought myself a whole bunch of stuff. I firmly believe in to me from me gifts. And so there were three things that I posted about that I wanted. One was a Mini Cooper. That's my dream car. Mind your business. I want the Countryman, which is like the SUV version. Um, uh, a dog. Uh, we've been talking about a dog in particular. I want a golden doodle and Gucci. I don't know why I decided Gucci, but that's that's where I was going. So for my birthday, I bought myself this. Um, it's a Gucci crossbody. I'm a sucker for a crossbody bag. I bought myself a Louis bum bag, which is like a big Louis fanny pack. I bought it at the top of the year and I carried that shit every single day the entire summer. Only exception was me and Bae went to a wedding and I emptied the contents of it into my speedy 40 nope speedy 30 and then when I got back home I put the shit back I like a hands-free experience when I'm out so I bought this super cute uh Gucci cross body bag and then I bought the card holder because all of my wallets and card holders are Louis and I just felt like that was a travesty upon the legal system that I was mixing the two so I bought that I told um I told babe I wanted uh it's like a little Gucci pouch um, so I don't use a traditional wallet. I had like a little Louis pouch with the Louis card holder in it and like the extra stuff. And so um, I told him I wanted the pouch to go in. So I bought that, the purse, the card holder. Oh, and I bought some Gucci socks. And um, Gucci gifted me a birthday gift <laughs> because I was birthday shopping. So they gave me this really nice bottle of perfume. Spoiler alert, I don't like perfume and I don't wear perfume. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but it was really, really nice. And what else did I buy myself? Oh, I went to Pandora. I wanted some silver rings. So I have this Tiffany ring with Roman numerals on it. I wear it on my right hand. I absolutely love it. I have like a matching bracelet and then my wedding rings and that's it. So I got, um, Pandora has this ring. It's a circle ring, obviously, but it's shaped like a crown. It's really dope. So I bought that. Matter of fact, my bestie T, she bought one too. Um, and then I got two stack rings for my other pointer finger. And lots of little shit, lots of little shit I bought myself in addition to those things. Obviously, the Gucci stuff was the big stuff. Um, so yeah, the birthday has been, it's been good. It has been good. Uh, shout out to my client, Supermom Culture, Trina. Trina sent me this really nice gift um, gift package for my birthday. What a dope card. So most people probably don't notice about me. I am a sucker for a card. There's something so endearing about picking out the perfect card for someone and writing in my note. And so Trina sent me her new Supermom Culture. Um, it's a black on black sweatsuit. Um, she sent me this neon beanie Supermom Culture hat and the new black splatter paint t-shirt. 
and she got me a card and the card is so damn cute now because I'm sucker, such a sucker for cards I keep all my cards I've got birthday cards and stuff from when I was a little girl and every once in a while I'll go dig through the box and just reminisce and so my grandmother died in 2002 so she's been gone a long time y'all it warms my heart when I'm going through the stack and I have cards from my grandmother it makes me feel like she's still here even though she isn't so I get to read her messages and at one point she and I were pen pals which is really weird and funny um but I would read over her letters like I am a sucker for the details in a handwritten note or a card y'all you could damn near keep the gift I do like the gifts, but if you get me a card, I'm good. Like, I don't know. I've been this way all my life, but I love a card. So she sent me this really nice card. Um, So I'll wait till later on and baby and the kids will love on me some more and I'll go about my regular life, which I've been doing today anyway, y'all. I did laundry, <laughs> put some stuff in the recycling. I need to wash the dishes. Like life is still going on. Um, but I'm thankful for the 42 years of life and um, life has proven to just get better for me. And so I am thankful for that. I have all the things I need and a whole hell of a lot of things I want. So I could not ask for anything more than that. So what else? Ooh, y'all, while I was gone, I was on a fitness journey. I'm no longer on that journey, although I do need to get back on it. But At one point, I went hardcore on fitness for about two months this summer. I was running with bait. So my husband is a runner. He ran, uh, he was a distance runner, which means he was running the mile in high school. I think he told me his best was like four or five minutes when he was in school, something crazy. Um, So I would get up and run every day. We would take one day out of the week off for rest and we just ran. So we started out with a quarter mile and then worked up to a mile. So I was eating better. I was on my water kick. Like I was doing it. Uh, And then I was not. I was just like, oh, I'm over it. And I'm new to having to work for this body. Genetics has always held me down. And so I'm not real good at sticking with it. And so after two months, which I feel like is a solid go, I quit it, y'all. So my personal best was I got down to doing a mile in nine minutes and 30 seconds at 41 at the time, which I feel like is kick ass. I'm sure I've never run a mile any faster than that in my entire life. My gut was slimming down like I could see the results and everything. Now I'm committed to getting back on track. He keeps saying it should be running, although I don't want to run, but we'll see. But um. I could definitely see the fruits of my labor and that was big for me. So I think I have brought y'all up to speed because this is our first episode out of the gate and I don't want it to be five hours long. I'm going to hold off on our pop culture topics and what Mimi is watching until next week. Y'all, along with all the other shit I did this summer, I was watching copious amounts of television. Lots and lots of things came out. You know, fall is here, so we'll get into the new fall shows, the shows that are just old favorites. Season three of You came out. I'm binge watching that. So by the time we reconvene again, that I will have finished and we can talk about it. So I missed you guys. I'm so happy to be back. There's so much I want to talk about this season. And if there are things you want me to talk about, let me know. 
send me a comment um, on social. I'm Mimi Cute Lips on all platforms. You can send me an email um, to Mimi at MimiCuteLips.com. Slide in my DMs, whatever, whatever topics you want to talk about, if it's something in particular. Um, if you want advice, I'll give you some, like whatever. Just shout me a holla and we will get into it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mimi Said What. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You are appreciated. You can follow me at Mimi Cute Lips everywhere on social. And as you continue the conversation, don't forget to use the hashtag Mimi Said What. Until next time, cuties.